What's up folks? How you doing? Uh, I want to come at you today with <clears throat> some important conversation around, regarding pursuit and uh, sort of accuracy in your pursuit. I know I've touched on this before, um, but it's so relevant and it's so relevant to me in my life right now and how it's showing up. And, um, you know, basically the conversation is around context. That's the major discussion. And within what context are you pursuing something? The answer to that question determines whether that's a healthy pursuit or not. Also, you know, how you're pursuing it in of itself is also a relevant factor. But context is so important. It's like the example that came up in my life was the relationship with money and money, uh, how you grew up with money and, and all of these things. Um, context is, is something that in a certain context, the way that you behave could be, could be perceived as right. It could be perceived as wrong. It could be right. It could be wrong. It could, uh, you know, and it all sort of, you know, it just changes with your context. And sometimes you feel like this is the action that's going to take you somewhere. And really, it's not going to get you anywhere. The action itself, taking a certain action is not going to get you the results that you want. It will be rather putting yourself in a new context. And then the action that you go and you pursue will actually be a redeeming action, right? Like... For example, if you want to break free of certain things and chains and feelings and break out of old patterning and, and break into something healthy and um, freedom and a life of, you know, inner freedom, external freedom, that is the goal, you know, of everybody, I think. Um Going and pursuing power as a reaction, let's say, or going and pursuing money as a reaction or success as a reaction is not going to get you to that space, right? It's like you're going to not solve your problem. You're still, you might have money, but you're not going to be, you're not fixing the actual problem. So a lot of the fixing the actual problem comes from context and putting ourselves in the right context in order to go and, and actually go about taking care of that. Um, and so it brings us to question, you know, what am I do, you know, what am I doing? Where am I doing it? With who am I doing it? Why am I doing these things? What's going on in the world that I am doing these things? Uh, you know, all of these certain questions call in, are called into question and and, it, and it, it, they force you to start answering deeper questions and thinking about deeper things and um, pursuing a deeper line of thinking that's going to be getting more to the roots. We're looking to get to the roots of the problem. And by taking, a, no matter what the answer is, by taking a short-term solution, you're not getting to the roots, you're just cutting a branch. And you're still going to be with the same problem. If you make money 
and you're pursuing money as a short-term solution, that money is just, you're, you know, you haven't touched the roots of the problem. Whereas if you put your whole life into a proper context, you do all this different work and you delay this like deep, you, de- you delay the pursuit of money for the pursuit of proper life context, healthy relationships, healthy inner relationships, external, healthy boundaries, healthy um, understanding of the world, healthy outlook on life, healthy place, physical place, healthy, you know, pursuits in what you're looking to do, goals, visions, dreams, all of these different things. Now when you go and you pursue a money thing, it's going to be so much different than if you're pursuing it beforehand, right? And so this is what I would say to like all, you know, all these different people who are a coming out of high school or something like this. It's like, what do you want to do? I would say go, you know, that's the question to everybody. And most of them don't know or they'll give you an answer. And that answer might be what they want to do, but it might not be what they like end up doing in the long run. And that's totally okay. And the real answer is to just go deeper, you know? It's like, okay, if that's what you're doing, that's great. And you use that to go deeper. It's like, I want to be a professional woodsmith. It's like, okay, awesome. That's super cool. I don't know if you're going to do that for the rest of your life. You don't know if you're going to do that for the rest of your life. And that's totally fine. But what you can do is use that as a vessel to go deeper to your roots and get into your roots because you're going to take your roots with you. And yeah, you'll take your skill of woodworking with you. Something that you can take with you, but... Your roots are going to impact everything. And so you use this as a vessel to get to, you use it as a backboard, it's a sounding board, to get to your roots. And that puts you, the roots are the context, right? It's like, it's the context of what's growing in your life, right? In, in what capacity, let's answer the question, in what capacity is this branch growing? That's the question, right? Well... Let's see. I mean, the context is the the context is basically where the roots are living, rather not exactly the roots specifically directly, but more like where the roots are living, and then the roots are the you know the result the the the, the roots are the direct interaction, and then the growth after that is the result from from that relationship from the context from the direct relationship from that context and then from the growth that that resounds from that so that is that is you know what you should be doing with every part of your life you should be using it to be diving deeper into this space and saying is my is my context healthy are my roots interacting with this in a way that is healthy? Am I growing in a healthy way? And at any point in time, you're able to answer no to those questions, then that's good news. <laughs> that's actually really good news because that means that you have found a little place where your system doesn't jive 
and you can figure out what the, 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 the difference is, the contrast, and in that contrast is growth. In that contrast is a space where you can find areas that are not perfected of yourself and you can go and you can perfect them, right? So this is why, this is the whole idea of, of um, what was that book? It's like the art of motorcycle maintenance, right? No, I don't motorcycle. It's like <clears throat> or this idea of mastery. You do one thing for your entire life, and you become a, a, a master. You've done the same thing a million times. Okay, yes, you've mastered a skill, but that skill is there. It's your. It's your. It's the anvil that you can sharpen yourself on. So anything that you do, even if you switch careers, even if you switch jobs, even if you switch whatever, it is the anvil that is, it's the insight, it's the tool of insight that opens up, you know, your space. You want to go and you, you don't know what you want to do after high school, fine, that's no problem, no problem at all. You just go and you try something, you get into something, and when you get into something, that something is now a tool to open up your space. <coughs> Excuse me. And it could be that that tool is not the right tool for you, and that's totally fine. And you'll, you know, you'll figure that out along the way. There's, you know, definitely tools that are better and worse for different people. Like, you know, this tool is good, you know, whatever it might be. This person's more of a handy person. This person's more of an intellectual person. This person's more of a this. This person's more of a that, right? So there's definitely better and worse tools for each person, that's for sure. So part of the process is finding the right tool, but also part of the process is finding your ability to plug into said tool and then finding what we were talking about, those differences and... and using that as the, that's your work. That is your work in life. And so when we talk about like success, like what is success? This is like a classic, you know, you have to redefine success. You know what I mean? Okay, well, success is putting yourself in the right context and then growing in the right context. Success is not, you know, a money thing and success is it's so far away from that it is like I hate I hate the idea of that that it's just a plague of the mind that we have that like you know things are gonna be you just it's it's just such a narrow way of living life that that we have fallen into over you know in our years here on this planet that that if you it's it's one part of what's going on. It's one part of the ecosystem. And money is important. And if you are living below the poverty line, it definitely, can, it definitely takes away from your ability to live a fulfilling and meaningful life. But it's so far from being the only thing involved in the picture that it's just silly when people pursue money as this means of purpose. So within the right context, of course, it's meaningful. But within not in the right context, if that's what you're pursuing, um, then it's 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 a really it's a big waste of time and energy. And 
and there's so much more to be pursuing. Like, what's the purpose of your life? Before you just talk about, like, winning, what's the purpose of winning? Like, what's the purpose of being here? What's the purpose of having a relationship? What's the purpose of having a life? I don't mean that to ask that in, like, a depressing manner. Like, what's the point of living? Like, I'm, like, no, but ask the question. Like, what's the purpose of being here? What's the purpose of being on this planet and, and living a life and having all of these things? These are that, this is that context. And if that's challenging to you and that answer is not there immediately, then maybe you need to sit with that question more and say, why am I here? What is the purpose of this life? What am I doing here? How would money serve that purpose? Okay, money, there's an answer to that question. Money can certainly serve that purpose. Certainly, certainly. But if that's not your intentions, then money's not going to be anything helpful. Money is just energy. And so if it's moving in the wrong direction, it's energy in the wrong direction. It's a multiplier. It's a force multiplier in the wrong direction. Kids who grow up with money, unfortunately, God, it's so painful to see this, but kids who grow up with a lot of money, rich kids, they grow and and the and it's not done well, like the it's not a healthy family. Those kids are are so 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 harmed by that much energy in the home. Because money is energy, it's a lot of energy. It's like whatever you want, you can have it bigger, bigger, more, 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 more. It's all open. There's no limits. So, you know, in the wrong direction, that's really bad. And, and for you in your life, like if you had a lot of money, what would that be doing for you? If it's just to win, then it's not, it's, it's pointless. It's a meaningless thing. If it's just to win for the pure evolutionary sake of winning and spreading your dominant seed, then what's the, there's no deeper purpose other than that. That And that is a part of this reality. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. Obviously, that's exist. <laughs> Obviously, that exists. But it's only a part of this reality. It's a fraction of the reality. And, and if we're living our life only to be, to be living a life of, of evolutionary dominance, then we're living a meaningless... We're really... It's, it's, it's a very disconnected life. It is. It's a very disconnected life. And if you're honest with yourself, you can, you can say so. So what is, the, what is the meaning of life? What is the context that we're looking for? Meaning of life is really what we, I've talked about it before. It's, it's harmony. It's, this, it's relationship harmony. It's what we call shalom or shalom bias. It's something that is it's it's the harmony between man and his wife it's the harmony between brothers between man it's the harmony between a community when a community is singing and laughing and dancing together it's the harmony of a world. Um, <clears throat> and 
And ultimately, it's the harmony of this world with the creator of this world, with the, the essence of this world, to connect into the spirit of this world. That's the point of life. And if you've ever had a spiritual experience, you can attest to that. And you can attest to the fact that money is, is a part of life, but it's, it's money is really there more as a facilitator in many ways than the actual thing. The actual thing is the relationship. The actual thing is connecting into life. You have to, the actual thing is to have a relationship with your creator, with the universe, with God. To have that relationship. You know, and if you think I'm crazy, it means, it means that it means that you haven't developed the connection yet, and that's okay. But I'm not, listen, I'm not coming at you from a religious place. I happen to be religious. I happen to be religious. But I'm not coming at you from this religious place. I'm coming at you from a spiritual place. I don't care who you are, what you do, I don't care doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter to what I do it's not I can't do anything about it anyways it doesn't matter to me I'm talking to you from a spiritual place connecting into a spiritual thing that is the context of life and then your mind facilitates that and then your heart facilitates that and then your body facilitates that Why do we have why do we have relations in this world? Why do we have marital relations? Relations between a man and a woman. Why does that exist? And why does the desire to have relationships relations so much dominate everything across this planet? Everything in everything all of society is steered and guided by that one factor, the man's lust and woman's lust for each other right i mean it doesn't have to be lust maybe it's not the right word but like that magnetism why why is all of life right because we're looking for a connection and that's the physical manifestation of it done in a holy beautiful way done in a way of purity and holiness between a man and his wife between two committed partners who are committed to each other for the rest of their life and they're not searching, it's an intimate relation. If they're not searching for other people or other partners and they're not running around sleeping with other people, God forbid, they're, they're, they're committed to each other and they want to grow with each other and they're there for each other and they show up for each other. And they're not making it about a whole relationship dynamic between other people and there's all of this problems and chaos and and god forbid people bring that into their life but it's just between a man and a woman and it's committed and they know that each other are committed to each other 
and they can be together in a way that is holy and beautiful and pure, that is the physical manifestation of connection to the universe that we have in this reality. That's why we desire it. That's why we crave it so much. And when we can do that in a beautiful way, we can, we can really do that in a beautiful way. <laughs> Same thing for money. It's, it's there as, as, as this, it facilitates connection. It's there for us to be a, a vessel in this world that it facilitates this harmony in life. Same thing with our emotions, with our mind, and same thing with our souls. They're there to facilitate and be a, there to facilitate and or be a part of the connection to a bigger and greater thing, to the Creator. And then rain that down to the rest of reality into with each other. Harmony between brothers, between man, between between communities, between, you know, countries, this is it. And that, that I, what, what I say right now is, is, there's much more conversation about this. There, there's, you could, there's endless conversation about this, but I don't mean this from a hippie place of just, it's all love, man. Like, it's not, that's not the conversation that we're having. It's a much different conversation than that. Because when you need to have very strong boundaries, you need to have very strong boundaries. It's all love, man, means that you're not committed to your partner. It means that you can flow with whatever. It means that you can do whatever. It means that you're open-ended. And there's no committed. There's no commitment. There's no, there's no home. You don't have a home. The commitment, those boundaries of saying, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere else and nobody else is coming in here. Two-way boundary, right? I'm not going out and nobody else is coming in. That makes a home. That makes a space, a committed space. So it's not just a hippie thing of, yeah, this world's all about just have love and, you know. No, there's, there's an aspect of that, but it's not that, explicitly not that. There's also a side of, of boundaries and but it's all about the connection. It's all about connecting. But when we're talking about connecting in a healthy way, we have to be honest and there's a way, there is a way, there is a very structured way to approach that. <coughs> Excuse me. And so as we have this discussion, what we're talking about here, I started this conversation saying context because because the thing that you pursue is only relevant if it's in the right context. It's only relevant if you're, cons- if you're pursuing it within the context of this relationship, of having a relationship, of being in relationship, of connecting, of, of 
you know, being one half of a committed partnership. If it's in that context, then it's very relevant. If it's not, then you're looking to solve your problems by pursuing one facilitator of a much greater whole. And it's so siphoned off that it's so frustrating that even, even when you get it in an extreme and an abundant way, you're only fulfilling a microcosm of what the actual full reality is. And it's so unsatisfying that it leaves you completely bewildered as to why you're feeling so unsatisfied and you have all these questions and no answers um, because you thought that you would get purpose from having a nonprofit organization or you thought that you would you know, from a purpose-driven work, you thought that you would have a meaningful life and you still have all of these deep, unsettled things going on inside of yourself. And there's, there's a whole, re, you know, there's realities in there that you're not touching yet and you're still frustrated why you're not touching them. You can't get to them because you don't know how to get to them. <sighs> I get it. I get it. The answer... The answer is not purpose-driven companies. Those, are, those can be facilitators within the context. But the context is connection into this world, into this life, and into a spiritual thing. Into the, really into the creator of the world. The creator of the world. And being able to connect to that. All people, people have all sorts of different names. But, but being able to connect to that, to the universe, that's what you're looking for. And, if, and I know that when I'm saying this right now, for many people, it's like, man... It's so far, it feels so far away, or it feels like that's not the answer. No, give me the real answer. That's the answer, man. That's the answer. Like, this is, that is the answer. And the way that you can connect to it is you can go out and you can just talk to the universe. It's very simple. It's very simple. The way that you can engage in that space is to go actually have a dialogue as if you were talking to another person, but talk to the universe and, and vent it out and just have an open, honest conversation. You can, if it helps you, you can even s just sit down a second chair, make cups of coffee and sit down and have a dialogue. And you, it, you might feel crazy. Don't worry. You're not a schizophrenic for doing this or anything like that. Um, but... Or you can go, whatever helps you, you can go out to a field. <coughs> Excuse me. I got a cough recently. That, And so you can go out to a field and you can throw your arms up in the air and you can talk to the universe and talk about the things that are coming up for you and talk about your problems and, and talk about your connection and talk about how you're feeling so far away and so distant. And that you just want to live a good life, but you don't know how, and it's so frustrating. You want to connect, but you don't know how, and it's so frustrating. 
I want to have peace in my house. I want to have peace in my life. I want to have meaning. That's it. Go have that conversation. I promise you it's going to bring things that... You, it's going to shock you how much that will bring. <laughs> it's going to shock you when you actually involve yourself in the relationship. Because you're having a relationship no matter what. It's like if you have a relationship, and here's a, an analogy, and it is an analogy, a real analogy, like a microcosm of what the bigger one is, basically. You and your mother, you and your father, and, you know, no matter what, you have a relationship with that person. You just do. You inherently, you were born into this life with a fixed relationship that you will never break. You can never get rid of it. You have a relationship with your mom and with your dad. Boom. Now, the status of that relationship is in your hands. You have a lot of influence and a lot of control, both two different things, a lot of influence and a lot of control, or maybe control first and then influence after that, over that relationship. What, you know, control over yourself, influence over the second party. But you have a lot of control and influence over that relationship. But, and, and you can affect the status very directly of that relationship. But you will always have it, no matter what. So even if you decide to, let's say, God forbid, never talk to your parent again. God forbid. And you say, I'm done with this. Guess what? You still have that. It still affects you. You're, and you think, no, I'm done with that. I'm, not, I'm done. I've, I've signed that one off. Okay, great. Well, you're still walking around with that. So... Even as you go through life, if you're like, no, I'm fine, I can, you know, whatever, you're still living. You still have a relationship with this life. So talk to life. I know it sounds stupid and silly, but try it. Talk to life. Life, what the heck? What is going on? Talk to the universe. You'd be surprised. You really will be surprised as to what happens when you try that. And then once you put everything within context, all of a sudden, you know, pursuing money or having a purpose-driven company means something and, it's, and, and you can fill your days and you can fill your lives and be busy and be doing meaningful stuff and meaningful work and have a meaningful home and have a meaningful family. And it all means something and it's not just driving you mad because you're so unsatisfied that you... you, you it's, it's going to drive you crazy, right? That's what we're talking about. So that's the greater context, and I implore you to try it, guys. It's really a simple thing at the end of the day. You have a relationship with the universe. Engage in it. Go have a conversation. Okay? I'll talk to you soon. I love you. I love you guys.